I feel that the readings evoke in my heart and I think in this community a, a rather important question that we need to ask after things that have transpired in the last week. And this is the question. Will praying for the Washington Nationals help them win the World Series? That's the fundamental question we need to answer. So let's look and see what sacred scripture has to say about this. In the first reading, we have the story of Moses sending Joshua in to fight Amalek. Amalek is one of the warrior tribes that's inhabiting the, inhabiting the promised land, who has been poking at them in all directions. And finally, Joe, he, Moses says to Joshua, go out and take care of this. I will be up on the mountain with the staff of the Lord. And when Moses has his hands raised, then Joshua's winning. And as soon as he puts his hands down, Amalek gets the better of them. Amalek represents all that is evil in the world, all that is preventing God's will from happening. God desires for Moses to settle in the promised land, and Amalek, just like the, all the dark forces that attack us, is, can prevent God's will from going. And the only answer is prayer. Moses' posture is the posture of prayer when we raise our hands to God. And when we have them raised to God, Amalek doesn't have a chance. But when we give up, Amalek starts to advance. Whatever Amalek is in there, whoever it is, or whatever it is in our lives. That constancy in prayer is key to whatever battle we find ourselves in. The small ones are the big ones. But John, oh, Moses cannot hold his hands up, and so he has... Uh, uh, what are their names again? I forgot. Harvey, you just read it, didn't you? Aaron and her. He's got those two there holding up his arms, holding up his arms, saying that not only constancy is key, but community is key to prayer. That we pray not just on our own, but with each other and for each other, for the Amaleks to be defeated in other people's lives. And then we look at the gospel, and Jesus gives the story of this unjust judge. He's dishonest. The war widow can't pay him anything. That's why he's not rendering her a decision. Because it says a just decision. Not just the decision that she wants, but the right decision to make. And because of her persistency, and because it says she'll come and strike me, he doesn't want to get hit in the face with her handbook. He wants to do what she does just to get rid of her. And Jesus is saying, now imagine of the dishonest judge who does the right thing, how much more of the God who wills the best for each and every one of us, who desires what is best for every single one of us, the good, who loves us more than we can possibly conceive, how in every element of our lives he would not want that for us. And so now the question, will praying for the Nationals help them win the World Series? Yes, if they play better than the other team. <laughs> you see, God's not worried about the outcome of the World Series. He's worried about the effects of the goodness of all the elements of our lives. You see, we tend to think of God for our prayers for all the different things that we need. 
And God's not just interested in our traumas. God's interested in our joys and our whims and our delights. God is all around us and in us and through us and cares about every element of our lives. He rejoices when we celebrate our teams that win because he cares so much about the good in our lives and realizes that the good things he gives us help us continually and the losses we experience. So we find ourselves with consistent and persistent prayer means that we invite God into every single element of our lives. And it becomes habitual. It becomes just part and parcel of who we are. If we're constantly in a dialogue with God, if our arms are always raised and we support each other in raising our arms to prayer, then all of a sudden that dialogue is an ongoing, transforming reality of our lives. I start my day every day with an actual prayer list that I have. And guess what? You're on it. And every day I pray, but what I've noticed over time is that I, if I continually bring God into all the elements of my, of my petitions, and really all of our prayer is petitionary in nature, if I bring God into those, he starts to shape me in my desires. That I find myself being nuanced now in my petitions for each and every one of the people that I pray for each day as I find my desires being purified and what he's asking of me on behalf of you and everyone for whom I offer prayers. But also I find that the more and more I invite him into the day, the more I'm praying about whether it be the parking space or whether it be the patient in the hospital, my dialogue on the way, my rosary on the drive, that dialogue continues to grow and I become more immersed in his presence and his love. So pray always. Pray about all the big stuff and pray about all the other stuff. God cares about you, your heart, and your team. But it requires consistency and persistency. Persistency. Persistence. It requires persistence. Because if a just judge will, unjust judge will do it, how much more will the God who loves you more than you can possibly conceive desire that good for you and me? Praise be Jesus Christ. Go Nats.